Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, this week's podcast, it's a little bit late. It is everything beep test. Now, what we're going to cover, we're going to cover training, we're going to cover mindset, we're going to cover testing yourself, and then technique. So if you are at home, if you listen to it at home, get yourself a pen and paper, all right? because I'm going to chuck down um, some pretty much a training, how we get our applicants um, to train. Um, I'll also put in the show notes as well, um, just so you can copy and paste them if you're uh, driving. Um, So basically, the first one, training. Now, I'm just going to lay out the actual training program. Um, You know, like our applicants do variations of these, but this is basically the foundation for it. Um, Yeah, obviously, make sure you warm up and cool down, right? It's a given. Especially on your short interval days, like um, you, you're going pretty hard, like you're sprinting, say, over 100 meters, right? It's 80 to 90%. You know, make sure you warm up and you cool down, right? Because you don't want to do your hamstring or anything like that. Um, so basically, three running sessions a week is what we do, okay? Short interval day. So your short interval day may consist of 10 by 100 meter efforts, you know, at 80 to 90%. And then your rest is your walk back. So you sprint your 100 meters turn around, walk back, get back to the start, sprint 100 meters again. Now, in your warm-up, that might include, you know, all your, 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 um, you know, your walking lunges, body weight squats, you know, maybe 400 meter light jog. But then also in your warm-up, which isn't included in your working sets, right, run through the 100 meters, do it at 50%, you know, 60%, 70%, right, then you should be warm enough to start getting into your working efforts at 80 90%. So that short interval day, 10 by 100 meters with the rest um, with a walk back. Then we do a medium interval day. Um, as an example, six by 400 meters. Same again, make sure you warm up. Um, for these ones, make your rest about two minutes. So you'll be doing the 400 meters in uh, probably like two to three minutes. All right. Um, you know, two, two minutes is more. That's about, I think that's about a five minute kilometer um pace so that's pretty good um and then rest for two minutes and then um go back and then do the 400 meters again so six by 400 meters on your medium interval day um now something i didn't mention for your short interval day and your medium interval day make sure these are done outside okay not on a treadmill do them outside the reason for this is is one of the things this is training as well is your power your takeoff which is very important in the um shuttle run of the beat test Right, so you want to make sure you're outside. You don't have that assistance of a treadmill or anything like that. Make sure you're outside doing these runs. Um, on the third day of running, right, it's just a zone two day. It's a longer, slower run, you know, 45 minutes plus. Basically, zone two, you, you should be able to continually run it. Okay, your cardio shouldn't give out. It's more so uh, muscular in the end. All right, you're basically, if you don't have a heart rate monitor, 
the best way to work it out is just if you can hold a conversation with someone, all right, and if you were to push a little bit harder, all right, you wouldn't be able to hold a conversation. Okay, that's generally about that zone too. Um, this one here can be done on a treadmill, okay? So this one's just more so building up your engine. All right, so it can be done on a treadmill. The first two, the short interval and the medium interval day, all right, do them outside. So we, up until the other week, right, we have never had anyone fail the beep test. We did have someone fail the beep test the other week um, who come to us, um, it was two weeks before their test. So it just wasn't enough time to um, get them up to get them up to the required mark. Um, they're continuing training with us and, and they're going to pass their next one. So up until that, we've never had anyone fail the beep test and we've run this exact same play. Um, it works. Like you don't need to be running every day and I'll talk about that soon. But basically a short interval day, a medium interval day and a longer, slower run. Um, also on top of that, we're doing strength and conditioning sessions, right? So the beep test is very muscular. So you're stopping, starting, accelerating, turning, right? It's, it's not just running in a straight line. It's very dynamic, right? So you need to make sure you're still doing your strength and conditioning sessions, right? Just, just running is not enough, right? You need to be able to get that muscular endurance up as well by doing resistance training. Um, so for that there, what we do is we do two strength and conditioning sessions per week. So upper upper body, lower body, each session also has an emphasis on push-ups. Um, and then like a third day we do like circuit-based training. Um, stop running the beep test. Okay, stop running the beep test for your training. All right, the reason for this is it's a fucking horrible session, all right? It's short, it's bad for your body, okay? And what I mean by it's short is realistically, you're only training for four minutes. So regardless of what level you get up to, so say you can only just get up to like level six, right, at the moment. So you're up to level six, you're probably pushing from like level three to level six. So that's only three minutes. Now, if you're getting to like level 10, right, so you're quite fit, you're only really pushing from probably level six. And by that, I mean pushing like level seven, you're starting to like, you know, get that speed up, get that speed up then eight, nine, 10, you're pushing hard. So realistically, you're only getting like four minutes of training. That's not enough, okay? Just doing the beep test, it's not enough training, right? And it's fucking horrible for your body, right? That constant start, stop, turn, start, stop, turn, right? It's super bad for your joints. So you, you don't need to do it. We only do it every two weeks, which I'll talk about in the testing part, but stop doing the beep test. And and people that say, so I run a few, run a few of the applicant groups and that, and people that say, oh, I just run the beat test, get better at the beat test. Okay. That might've worked for them. Maybe they were already at like a level seven and then they kind of got to level eight, but I fucking guarantee you if they hadn't not done that and followed a proper program, right, they would have scored a lot higher. Now, if you're just getting to like a level three, you know, running the beat test every day is horrible advice. Okay. It's horrible advice. If someone tells you that, okay, and they're a trainer, come talk to me. All right. <laughs> come talk to me. I'll help you out. If you know, if you've if you've got a program or something you're following and you're not sure if it's working for you or if it's specific enough for what your goals are with the police entrance or just your goals in general, just shoot it through to me. I'll have a look for you. Um, I'm not trying to um, make you break up with your coach, but I'll just have a look for you and compare it to what we're doing. Um, and just give you some advice in that. Um, the other thing is too, 
don't try and mimic it on a treadmill. It's impossible. So if someone says to you, um, this is another red flag. If someone says to you, basically, um, this this program on the treadmill is exactly like running the beat test. All right, they're fucking full of shit because you can't. You can't run on the treadmill because you can't mimic that start, stop, turn. It's impossible. All right, so use your treadmill for your zone two day. All right, that's fine. But don't use it to try and mimic all right, the beep test. If anyone says that to you, right, it's a fucking massive red flag. All right, come talk to me. <laughs> so that's on the training side of it. Okay. So short interval day, 10 by hundreds, medium interval day, six by four hundreds, right? Your zone two, your longer slow run, you know, and, and for your zone two, depending on your fitness level, okay, that 45 minutes might be a jog walk pace, jog walk pace. Like for myself at the moment, um, it's just like a constant slow jog. Right, but if I have some time off, say six weeks away from running and I come back to doing that session, it'll be a jog, walk, jog, walk. It won't be just a constant, a constant jog. Okay, so that that's at your own level. Um, for your like short, your short interval day, that say that 10 by hundreds, right, obviously that's a sprint the whole time. But, you know, for that longer, you know, your longer interval day, that six by four hundreds, okay, you're gonna be pushing that whole time, right? You shouldn't be walking or all you might end up in like a real slow jog towards the end of the 400 meters, depending on your fitness level. But the the main point of that is that you're pushing as hard as you can for that 400 meters, right? So it's just a couple of points to note on those. Um, with that too, okay, running more is not better for you. Imagine this, right? So you're training, okay? If every time you train, you're going in fatigue, you're never reaching your maximum potential, all right, in that session. So if you're training consistently, okay, you're always going to have, you know, a little bit of fatigue there. Maybe you train legs a day before, um, you know, maybe you're a bit fatigued from a couple of days before. There's always going to be that little bit of soreness. But if you're constantly running every single day, okay, you're constantly running fatigue. You're training those exact same muscles every single day. Okay, you're constantly running fatigue. You're never going to get to your optimum level, all right, in your training, which means you're never going to get to your optimum level of performance overall. So you can overtrain definitely for running, even if you're just running five minutes a day or whatever. Okay, you're consistently using those same muscles. You're consistently fatiguing the exact same muscles. Okay, so that's something just to keep in mind because I, I do have a lot of people, I talk to a lot of applicants every day. And a lot of the uh, common ones are, um, I'm just going to do the beep test every day. Right? Obviously, running every day, no. Doing the beep test to train for the beep test, no. Now, the next one, mindset. So what I like to do is I like to focus on one level at a time. Right, The day before I do a beep test for a test, so um, if, you're not, if you don't know, I was, um, I was in the army, I was a copper, and I'm a current, uh, currently fire rescue. Every all three of those, the beep test plays a massive role in the entrance fitness exam, um, and then ongoing tests as well. So every time I had to do the beep test the night before, what I would do is just look at like a beep test summary of information. So the table, and I'd look at it and say I had to get to say nine point six for the fire rescue. I'd look at it the night before. I go nine point six. Okay, the cumulative time up to level ten is ten minutes and thirty two seconds. All right, so. I know from level, say, six, I'm starting to push a bit. And that, that takes me up to six minutes, 20. 
So now I'm breaking it down, right? So I go 6.20 to 10.30, right? That's four minutes of hard work. I just need to work hard for four minutes to get the job I want, right? So that's what you need to do. You need to break it down. So focus on one level at a time. So when you hear that beep and you go start the beep test level one, okay? All you need to focus on is, hey, I'm going to run for 60 seconds here. That's it. All right? Bang. Start level two. All right. I just need to run for 60 seconds. Break it down into levels. So every time you're doing it, you're only focused on that 60 seconds. So I'm not running level one. I get to the end of level one. And I'm like, okay, I've got nine minutes to go. All right. I've got eight minutes to go. No, I just go. I've got one minute till the next level. Run. So another way to do this is in your training, don't stop at half levels. Okay. Only stop at a full level. So you know in your mind, right, if you need to get like 7.2 on your beep test or 7.1, don't stop at 7.1. If you fucking go into that 7.1, now you're going to 8. Okay. If you go into 8.1, you're going to 9. Okay. If you're going into 5.1, you're going to 6. Right. Don't stop at half levels. Okay. That'll go a long way in your mindset to beating this test. Um, so the thing is to, all right, and, th- and this is why you can't run it on a treadmill. So I get a lot of people say like, so I'm looking at the table here in front of me. All right, level 10. I'll go to, sorry, I'll go to level seven, right? So level seven is 11 and a half kilometers an hour. That's the speed. That's the average speed of level seven. Okay, so up to that, it's seven minutes of running. Now, I get a lot of people say to me, I struggle with the beep test, but I can run on the treadmill for seven minutes at level 11 and a half. Why can't I get to level seven on the beat test? The reason why that is, when you look at the tables, all right, it's a speed. So it's the average speed for that level. So that's not taking into account speeding up and slowing down. So depending on how, so if you take a while to speed up, if your acceleration is quite poor, then your maximum speed for that shuttle, for that level, needs to be a lot higher than what that average speed. So when you look at any any tables, it'll have the average speed for that level. So that's saying that, so level seven, all right, I'm trying to explain this over a podcast and I'm looking at the looking at the um, beat test summary information. The one I'm looking at as well, actually, what I'll do is I'll put a link to that in the show notes um, so you can have a look at it if you're sitting at home and playing along. So basically, if you look at level seven, right, the the um the distance you run on level seven is 200 meters now that whole level is just over a minute now if you run at 11.5 on the treadmill for just over a minute you cover that exact distance 200 meters so that's not taking into account that speed up slow down stop speed up slow down stop so that 11.5 speed you're running now when you're on level seven you might have to hit a maximum speed of you know, 15, 16 kilometers an hour, depending on how quickly you speed up, all right, and how quickly you slow down. So whenever I tell applicants or teach them about the beat test, those first, you know, four to five steps, I want you accelerating hard to get up to your speed for that level. So if you can accelerate hard out of the box, right, get up to your speed for that, for that, um, for that level or for that shuttle, then maybe you're only having to run at, you know, 13 kilometers an hour is your maximum speed for that shuttle. Whereas if you're slow to speed up and then slow to slow down, then your maximum speed for that shuttle is, you know, maybe it's 15, 16 kilometers an hour. So 
if you can speed up quicker, slow down quicker, then your average speed or your um, your maximum speed for that level is going to be lower, right? Which is going to help you sustain more energy, okay, and be able to reach higher levels. Um, so that's one thing there. So when you're looking at the breakdowns, just understand that the speed per level, right? That's an average speed for that level. That doesn't take into account speeding up, slowing down, and your maximum maximum level. And the thing is too, I look I look at the breakdown, right? So level one, it's got seven shuttles. Level two's got eight, three, eight. Level four and five, I've got nine shuttles. So I know when I go into the test day, I have a look at this and I break it all down in my head. I go, okay, cool. To get up to level 10, for example, it's 1,800 meters all up. I know up to level six, I'm not really working that hard. That's a slow jog. That's one kilometer. So then I need to run hard for 800 meters. So I'm breaking it all down. I'm looking at it all. I know exactly what's going on. I know exactly what the next level is going to bring. And I'm only focusing on that next level. So go out level two, start. So I know the speed. I know what I'm running. Um, each beep is a new start. So don't dwell on the last shuttle. So you've got your levels. Okay, so I focus on each level at a time. And then I break it down and I focus on each shuttle one at a time. So I know, okay, I speed up, I get to the next one. Say I get to the next the next line, right? And I've gotten there way too early. Right, I turn around, okay. Make a mental note. Okay, I got there way too early. I don't need to run as fast. So then I slow down the next one. Okay, until I get that right. And then I go, okay, I'm on. But what I don't do is if I get to the line way too early or a little bit late, I don't then run the next one. If I Say if I get there a little bit early and the next one I get there a little bit early and the next one I get there a little bit early, I don't think, oh shit, I've gotten there way too early for the last three shuttles. I'm fatiguing myself. What am I doing? Just focus on each shuttle. So I run there. Okay, I'm there a little bit early. Okay, I can slow down this next one. Run. Right, I'm a little bit early. Okay, I can slow down this next one. So only worry about what you've just done. Okay, quickly process it in your mind. Work out, okay, do I need to run faster? Do I need to run slower? Okay, quickly make that decision and then go again. But don't don't dwell on the levels. Don't dwell on what you just did, okay? Because what you just done, you can't change it. Um, train past your required level. Okay, so... That's what I was just talking about. So don't say if you've got to get, you have to get to 7.1, okay? Don't get to 7.1 and then go, oh, sweet, I can pass it. Because I fucking guarantee you on the day, all right, if you're a little bit sick, that's going to put you off. Okay, when I um, did my B test for fire rescue, I had to get to 9.6. Now, I knew going into that on any given day, my base level of fitness, even now if I was to go run the B test, I could get to 9.6. It'd hurt, but I, I know I can get there regardless of my fitness level at the time. That's my minimum base level of fitness. Now, I knew that. So I was in, we we're in Thailand on our honeymoon. Um, we were flying back on the very next day I had the beat test. So we flew back that night. The next day I had the beat test. The day before we flew out, I got really bad gastro. Now, I was just smashing Imodium tablets, um, everything I could think of. I went into the day, I was extremely dehydrated, felt like shit. But I got to 9.6 because I knew in my training, I knew that was a very minimum level that I could reach to regardless of my position on the day. Now, if you're going into the testing day knowing that, oh shit, 7.1 is the best I've ever achieved. Okay, mentally, you've already lost. You need to go in there knowing that I know that I can achieve the minimum required level, all right, on my worst day. So if you're training and you don't train past the minimum required standard, remember, that's the minimum required standard. 
Okay, if you're training, you don't go past that level. Okay, how do you know when you rock up on the day and you're feeling a little bit sick, maybe the adrenaline's pre-fatigued you? Um, that's the thing too. Like I hear a lot of applicants, or I see a lot of applicants talk on my groups that, you know, it's okay, your adrenaline will get you over on the day. Yes, that's true, but it's also incorrect. Everyone reacts differently. Some people perform well on testing days. I'm one of those people, that, that, that fear of failure, that adrenaline of running with other people always gets me a few more levels. Um, rather than training by myself. But some people, they get overwhelmed by the testing day. They get overwhelmed by that fear of failure, you know, and it pre-fatigues them. They don't perform as well on their testing day. So don't rely on that because realistically, you don't know how you're going to perform. Just know going in there, worst case scenario, you're going to pass. Um, the other thing is too, if you've failed on your testing day, if you've failed on another component, all right, and they allow you to run the beat test, give it 100%. Um, I get a lot of feedback from um, potential applicants and it's pretty much along the lines of, hey, I, I failed the grip test or the push-ups. It was before the beat test. And I go, how'd you go on the beat test? Oh, I pulled out at three because I knew I'd failed anyway. So, you know, that's, that's a loser mindset and you don't want to have that, okay? You want to go in being able to test yourself under test conditions, okay? Yeah, you know that you're not going to get through that day because you failed the push-ups, but don't let that mentally cook you, okay? Go in there, smash everything else, give it 100% because that way you know. You know if on the day, okay, that adrenaline is working in your favor or it's not. If you don't push yourself to your maximum potential on that day, you're never going to know, okay? And if you go in running the B test going, oh, I've already failed, whatever, all right? You've mentally lost, all right? So to come back from that, it's going to be extremely hard, okay? So... Make sure that even if you do fail a component on your testing day, okay, you give everything else 110% to make sure you know where you are. Right, the next one, testing yourself. Right, test yourself ASAP. All right, another one, I talk to a lot of people and they go, oh, I need help with my running. Okay, where are you with the beat test? I don't know. Test it, you know what the test is? Okay, with your application, the only thing that you know exactly what they're going to test and exactly how they're going to test it is your fitness test, right? So go out there and run yourself through a practice fitness test ASAP. So you know exactly what you need to focus on. You might surprise yourself and your push-ups are shit house and your beep test is quite good. So yep, you need to maintain that beep test. You need to maintain your cardio, but also you need to now focus on your push-ups, right? Other way around, your push-ups are amazing. Okay, you need to maintain that right? But your beat test is shit. So you need to work on that. You need to work on your cardio, right? You need to make sure that everything's in level and you know exactly what you need to focus on. Just doing a general training program because, you know, you got to do your, your beat test and your push-ups, right? That's not good enough, okay? You need to test yourself and know what your weaknesses are and you need to focus on them, all right? Test yourself every two weeks. So the whole running the beat test, every week i don't recommend we do it every two weeks um we retest every two weeks it's a good time it, it's it's enough that it's going to get you used to the beep test okay but it's not enough that it's going to cause injuries or cause any muscle strains because as i said before it's a fucking horrible test right so test yourself every two weeks now in saying that okay if you're still, when you run the beep test, if you're not quite, because I've done the beep test so many times throughout my life, 
I could go do the beep test now and within like one shuttle of that level, I know, okay, I need to run at this speed. I know that because I've done it so many times, right? If you're new to the beep test and you're still getting used to the speed, especially on the lower levels, okay, on the higher levels, you kind of, you push, you're pushing pretty hard, okay? So it's not too much of a worry. It's more so that level up to say level four, where it's quite slow. People are running and they're running at like a level three on level one. So they're pre-fatiguing themselves. So they're starting at a level three. All right, so what you need to do is run at level one speed, you know, run at level two speed. And if you're, if you haven't done it a lot, okay, this is quite difficult to be able to know the timing, okay? So what you can do, now, remember, this is not testing yourself, okay? What you can do as a warm-up to your short interval and medium interval sessions, all right, as a part of your five, 10-minute warm-up, what you can do is run up to, say, level three, level four on the beat test. Now, just that light, it's a light jog, basically. You're jogging up, stopping, turning, running, okay? That's not putting a lot of stress on your body. You're not running it at 100% like you are the higher levels. But what that's going to do on those lower levels, okay, it's going to give you give you the opportunity to train and understand what speed you need to be running at. So that at level one, you're running at a level one speed, okay? You're not pre-fatiguing yourself. Right, I see it all the time. I get applicants to send me through the videos of them doing their beep tests. You know, in those first few levels up to like level three, four, they're running at a level three, four speed already. And it's only level one or two. So you're pre-fatiguing yourself, you know. Um, you just, you know, you're running for four, four minutes at a level four speed when you don't need to be doing that. So test yourself every two weeks, like an absolute 100% maximum test, right? If you're still getting to the line way too early, up to like, say, level four, then practice running up to a level four as a part of your warm-up for your interval sessions, Okay, what that's going to do, right, it's just going to mentally, like obviously physically it's going to warm you up for your running session, right, but mentally it's going to create that muscle memory in your head. You know, you train, okay, level one, bang, you just know, you know through that muscle memory of running it, what speed you need to be running at. Um, now, the last one, technique. Now, I'm not going to talk about this one. What I'm going to do in the show notes, right, I'm going to drop down a video that one of our coaches, Carl, um, done for the group. You know, it's a YouTube link, and basically he runs through the correct um, technique for running the beat test, your turns, you know how you should turn, um, and also that speed aspect of it, making sure you're not getting there too early, um, getting there on time, and then taking off. So I'll drop that um, video. It's a bit hard to obviously talk about technique on the um, on the podcast. I was about to say on the radio then, <laughs> on the podcast. So I'll drop that link in the in the show notes below. So just uh, just a quick summary there. I know a lot of people will be listening to this podcast because I know a lot of people um, struggle with the beep test. So beep test for your training, short interval days. So running three days a week, short interval days, 10 by 100. Uh, medium interval day, six by 400 meters. Uh, the 100 meters is just a walk, is the rest back. Uh, the 400 meter runs is the rest is the two minutes. Um, day two, uh, sorry, day three is a zone two, like a longer, slower run, uh, 45 minutes plus. Make sure you're do, still doing your strength and conditioning sessions as the beat test is very muscular. Um, stop fucking running the beat test. <laughs> you know, if someone tells you to run the beat test every day, if someone tells you to run the beat test on the treadmill, come see me. 
Um, for the mindset, you know, focus on one level at a time, you know, break down the beep test in your head, right? And just have those short focus points. Um, each beep's a new start. Don't dwell on it and train past your required level. Okay. So don't get to your like seven, one, seven, two, whatever you need to get to, right. And then stop training. Okay. Cause if you're like me and you get gastro the day before you will fucking fail, <laughs> um, testing yourself. Test yourself ASAP so you know exactly what you need to focus on. Run the beep test every two weeks um, at 100%. You know, if you still get into the line way too early, uh, use up to level three, level four um, as your practice, as your uh, warm-ups to your interval sessions and technique um, in the show notes below. I'll put a link. So I hope that helps you out. Um, I know a lot of people wanted this podcast out there. So here it is. Um, if you have any questions at all, just hit me up. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.